Well, hello there. You are listening to Jelly and Bean, and this is a show where we talk about all manner of geek topics, tech, movies, TV shows, games, and more. It's hosted by none other than Brandon Maines, an unlikely hero from the distant lands of the United States, and myself, Jelly, a.k.a. Daniel Farrelly, an Apple fanboy with a heart of gold. Today is Friday the 12th of July 2013, and this is episode 33. Hello, Bean. Hello, Jelly. Why don't we just like kick, kick straight into it this week? We did that last week. It was amazing. And the week before, which was even more amazing. So let's just do the same thing, and we'll just go straight into it to this week. We've got heaps to talk about, well, so it'll work. Now, now that you've said that, though, it won't be as amazing. No, it's true. Because you've ruined it by speaking it. I'll quiet you. Tell <laughs> me about the the news that you have. All right. Well, we have a tiny bit of follow-up. Um, and, and that follow-up relates to our new favorite movie, which is Guardians of the Galaxy. Indeed. Um, there, there's been a bit of pseudo-confirmation. I, 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 you know, that's that's the, old, the one issue I think we're, we're always going to have when it comes to movies is that no, nothing's ever really confirmed until we see it in a trailer. Yeah. Um, and even then, sometimes it's, it's not... Yeah, you know, like, that, there, there are times where, where every scene in a trailer ends up being cut from the movie. Uh, there, there have been a few sig- significant movies that have been like that in the past, let's say, five years. Well, so the, the news we have here is from uh, Den of Geek, and obviously I'll throw the, no- uh, the uh, link in the show notes, and, and they said that they have confirmed from a solid source who the villains are going to be. Is the solid source Joss Whedon? It, it just says solid source. I assume that probably means that they are not gaseous or liquid. That is a joke that I would have made. Uh, I'd, I'd appreciate it if you leave the 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 poor the poor jokes to myself. Ah, oh, I'm sorry. Um, Only one of us in, the, in this podcast can make those kind of jokes, all right? But I'm pretty sure uh, we're both good at them. I'm just I'm just I'm just no good at actually, uh, you know, making them known. That's all. <laughs> that was kind of a coincidence. All right. So, um. Obviously, we, we, we've we've known from before that, uh, and and I'm going to attempt to pronounce everyone's names, and you can correct me right away when I say them wrong. Uh, so, uh, Benicio Del Toro. Yeah, that's, that's about Lee, right. Yeah, Lee Pace, that one I can do. Yeah, that's pretty straightforward. And Karen Gilliam. Karen Gillan. Gillan. Why do I think it's, why, why do I think it's an M? I don't know, maybe you're thinking of uh, of Gilliam. I think there's a, somebody with the last name Gilliam. yeah. Okay. Terry Terry uh, Gilli- Terry Gilliam? I'm going to have to look this up now. Terry Gilliam sounds like someone from uh Monty Python. I do believe that is who I am thinking of. Yes, he was in Monty Python. He he that's that is right. Or is in. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? <coughs> Every movie is improved by having a python. So maybe so, maybe what? that subconsciously I was just doing that. I don't know. Uh <coughs> he was apparently uh, involved in the Harry Potter movies, and uh, yeah, they somewhat. I know, I know Mel doesn't like them. Mel doesn't think that they were true enough to the books. So I don't know. Does that does that count as improving a movie? 
I, I think they did quite well. Uh, it's true financially they, and critically. They, so I, th- I think overall, they did well, they did well yeah. enough that there was eight of them. So yes, exactly. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'll give you that. Anyway, anyway, Karen Gillan. <laughs> yes. Well, how about this? I'll just stick to first names. So, uh, well, see, I feel like for the first one, I'm just going to stick to the last name. So Del Toro. Uh, yeah, I see. Uh, he'll he'll be playing a character called the Collector. Um, and I, I did I did a bit of research beforehand just so I could give quick summaries of who these characters are because most of them I'm like oh that name sounds familiar but I really don't have no clue who they are. Yeah, just to kind of uh to kind of preface all of this, we're not. I, I wouldn't say that I am a Marvel. Like I, I wouldn't know everything about Marvel. I'm not a comic book geek. I'm a different kind of geek, I guess. Um, I like comic books, but I wouldn't know about them all, and I right. certainly wouldn't know all the details about every character that Marvel has ever ever had. Even even some of the you know ones that are are actually fairly popular. And I think you're probably roughly on the same page as me in that regards. Well, I, I would say I'm probably more of a comic book geek than you are. Hmm. But I, I think I'm still in the same boat that I know very specific characters, ones that I've, you know, enjoyed and kind of those are the only ones I've kind of kept following. There is a lot but, of them. Like, there is a lot yeah. of characters in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, I mean, I, you, can, you can have a skim through the, uh, the, the, the Marvel, like Marvel has its own little, like, wiki thing. And it's crazy. Like, there is a ton of stuff. You know, and, you know, obviously it goes through a lot of details. Just that they're going, I don't know who this person is. I don't know who this person is, you know. Right. So tell us about the, uh, tell us about the characters that these people are playing. Right. The so, Del Toro is playing the Collector. The Collector is kind of a, as his name would imply, he is a Collector. Uh, he, he's kind of like an ancient being, supposed to be from, like, right after the universe was created. Um, he kind of has pseudo uh, prophecy abilities and he saw that being <clears throat> beings of great power would come around to destroy the universe like beings like Thanos um, and so to prevent the universe from being completely destroyed he decided that he'd spend his whole life collecting specimens and artifacts from each planet and culture right and I, I think he's one of those characters you've probably seen like I think every comic at some point has a character like this I'm pretty sure DC has one as well because I vaguely remember watching watching a Superman cartoon where he got captured by by someone who was like collecting you know specimens from each universe and he was like the last one on Krypton. So you know it's it's a very common thing. But um, I, I guess the only thing that could make this guy a villain, as far as I can tell, and again this is because it's he's not a known character to me, is that he he kind of gets obsessed with the collecting, right? So, so, where so it, obsessed, in, in fact, that that's, that is his name. <laughs> exactly. You know, so, I mean, I, I assume, at, at, you know, again, assuming these confirmations are true, I assume at some point in the movie, you know, he'll, he'll say, oh, I need to collect you because you're the last species, you know, the last member of your species. And, you know, so he kidnaps one of the members of the team and then they have to try to get him back or something like that. Who knows? Right. Um, right. And then Lee Pace will be playing uh, Ronan. Uh, Ronan was originally a Fantastic Four bad guy. Um, again, Alien is kind of like a, I guess, you, I guess you call him like a, a, a in, in, in the, in the, the 
species he's part of, he's called an accuser. So he's kind of like a a roaming judge, you know, the, the kind that goes into a an area, says oh, you're guilty, and then kills you. Right. Um, I've heard of. I have so, heard of him. Uh, okay. Though I couldn't tell you where. Maybe from our no- the show notes where you read it right before we started. Yeah, no, but the the Ron- Ronan the accuser is what I've what I've heard of, and you haven't actually written that specific phrase in the show notes. Uh, you in fact you haven't even read yeah you, you haven't even written accuser in there at all. Um, That's very but true. when you said he was an accuser, that is what jogged my memory about who he is. Yeah, well, it's quite possible that he was already. He, I, I feel like he's already been mentioned about yeah. the movie. Uh, that's that's possible as well. Yeah, um, but I, I, including him uh, brings up some interesting points because, like, his species, the Cree, um, play you know various roles in in the Marvel universe. Um, like, there, there's a character called uh mrs marvel or miss marvel she's also gone by other names i don't know what she's going by now i I remember her as miss marvel um and she's kind of like half kree i think she was like experimented on um so you know they they might this might be the the lead up to i guess to having certain characters like that kind of show up just by including including him in here and and also he's not like in, in current comics uh he's sort of he's like a sort of good guy um so again, it could be one of those things where he's working with the bad guys, and then he decides that, oh no, I, you know, what, what am I doing? This is wrong, and then you know, suddenly he's a good guy. Yeah. Okay. Kind of like, kind of like uh, Black Widow, but although we haven't really seen that side of Black Widow yet, not at least under the movies. Yeah. The 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 implication I guess you get from her is that you know she's done some bad things, and now she's doing some good things yeah. in a bad way. Uh, though though I my understanding is that in in other uh, you know, parts of Marvel, she kind of flip flops all over the place, uh, pretty regularly. Um, again, it's one of those things. She's not one of the characters I've ever really cared about. Again, Fair because enough. she's she's a character who walks around with a gun and, you know, where, where everyone else has superpowers. It's not, it's not as exciting unless you're Batman. Then it's okay. But he doesn't carry a gun. He just punches people. I, I'm disappointed, but but okay. Continue. Uh. And Karen, finally, will be playing Nebula, who is a space pirate, which I think we can all agree is the best kind of pirate. This actually rings back to uh, the episode of Doctor Who, uh, where the, I think it was called the Black Spot or something, where they uh, they got they, they found themselves on a uh, on a pirate ship in. Uh, in in the middle of kind of you know placid waters, I guess, and right. uh, and every time that somebody got hurt, they'd end up with a black spot on their, the palm of their hand, and then they'd be taken by this singing creature. It was a siren, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a siren. And uh, what it ended up being was that spoilers for anybody who hasn't watched Doctor Who. Uh, or specifically this episode, it ended up being uh, a spaceship which was on the other side of uh, you know a, a rift, I guess, in in time space, uh, on the other side of the galaxy, you know, whatever. And uh, the pirates ended up taking over the spaceship and became space pirates. Yeah, yeah. that was awesome. Yeah. Maybe maybe that's why they chose that character for her. Maybe, 
They specifically they said- because because in that in that episode, uh, Amy Pond played by Karen Gillan, uh, dons a pirate type outfit with a sword and starts trying to you know slash the pirates. I guess, yeah. As was, you do, yeah. As you as as you do, as you do, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So that so three three kind of new I guess characters, which in in a new movie with other new characters, it's all kind of it's it's exciting, but it's I'm, I'm kind of still don't know what to think about it because I don't know a whole lot about any of it really, uh, yeah. and it could go and either way what- at this stage. And that's why I feel like this is an interesting, like, I know we've said it before, but I still feel like this is a really interesting movie because, again, none of those characters are well-known. I, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy, they aren't well-known either. So it's it's just right. interesting that this is one of the movies that they've chosen to to go with. Like, I, I know one of the, the movies I think that, that is possibly going to be the phase three is, like, um, Doctor Strange. Right now, he's not he's not well known either, but I think he's probably a bit more well. You know, he's been around a bit longer than like Guardians of the Galaxy have been, yeah. so people may have heard of him. But it just it just feels like a, a, maybe this is one of those things where they need this movie to kind of build in more Thanos related things to kind of you know link all the movies together. Well, uh, I think we've talked about that before because uh, the idea that uh has been kind of coming out recently is that Thanos isn't the villain for the like the uh I've forgotten the word phase 2 Thanos isn't the villain right. for th- phase 2 uh he's possibly going to be more important in phase 3 which hasn't like none of the stuff has actually been properly announced yet and probably won't be until Event like until we get to Avengers two, which is kind of the the climax, I guess, of of, of Phase two. So this and it's been mentioned, and we, I think the last time that we talked about Guardians of the Galaxy, we talked about this is that uh, Guardians of the Galaxy isn't actually really part of uh, part of Phase two at all. It's more more uh, building up for Phase three, which is is still to come. So. It makes sense that this is kind of setting up that, uh, like a lot of the phase three stuff, uh, and I wouldn't, I, w- I would expect that we would see more of that, uh, possibly in the, uh, as as we get closer to its release. Yeah. So again, everything we've heard s- sounds interesting. So hopefully, it it lives up to that. Indeed. So elsewhere in the Marvel universe, uh, you may have known that, uh. Sony has been working on Amazing Spider-Man 2. Now this is what? the this is the fifth Spider-Man movie, uh, but the second in the reboot that they've they've done with Andrew Garfield playing Spider-Man as opposed to Tobey Maguire. Right. Uh, and uh, this year at Comic Con, they're actually like uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 is going to be at Comic Con, and Entertainment Weekly has actually come out with a a preview uh, of what the character Electro looks like in the movie. Uh, Electro is being played by Jamie Foxx, uh, and is he's a character that I guess controls electricity. Yeah, uh, yeah, that, that's, that's probably that's, a good explanation for him. Yeah, I, I I don't really know how else to explain that. 
Yeah, he's uh, he's, he's generally a, a like a I guess you'd call him like a B plus villain for Spider Man. Yeah. Well, well, t- well. Typically, typically, you kind of see him when you do see him. You see him in kind of a, a green and yellow type garb. Uh, yeah, a, a very seventies like, super villain outfit. Yeah, like light lightning bolts, uh, spandex outfit. Uh, you know, possibly very like yeah, just looks uncomfortable and kind of. I don't know. I don't know what the word is for it. Uh, I think uncomfortable is a good word. <laughs> yeah, uncomfortable is a good word. It makes. I, I'm sure it's uncomfortable for him, but it's also probably uncomfortable for everybody that has to see him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but then you know, we'd, we you'd never hear anybody say that because that's the last thing on their mind when they when they encounter a super villain is, oh yeah. gosh, you you just the way that you look makes me feel uncomfortable. I Are you sure you could, should be wearing that? <laughs> I wonder if there could be a, there should be a superhero that does that. Like, sorry, a super villain that does that. Right, all he does, he just makes people feel uncomfortable by just by the way the way that he looks or the way that he acts. Uh, I'm uncomfortable, become... man. <laughs> uh, and then everyone else goes, "Me too." <laughs> <laughs> he. <laughs> he kind of that 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 superhero would kind of be like. Uh, have you ever watched Doctor Horrible? I have. Uh, do you remember the character Moist from Doctor Horrible? Of course, because that's uh, Wallowitz from Big Bang. Yeah, yeah, right. So he was a character that uh, his kind of superpower. He was a villain, and his superpower was making things really wet. And so, you know, the the jokes were well, things like he brought, you know, he brought in the mail and all the mail was wet and, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. So, not not really useful in the, the grand scheme of supervillains. Right. So, perhaps what we need is a supervillain that just makes people feel just uncomfortable. And that's just, that's his entire superpower is just that he has the ability to make everybody around him feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Not Not bad. Not bad, just just uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, and he can't team up with any other any of the other supervillains because he makes them feel uncomfortable as well. He can't <laughs> control it. It's just he makes everybody feel uncomfortable, and that's how he uncomfortableness he all around. Be, yeah, and he just decides to become a supervillain. Yeah. So back to the actual topic at hand. Uh, Electro in Amazing Spider-Man Two has kind of uh, rejected the uncomfortable outfit. Uh, and has kind of taken on a whole different look, which is kind of uh, reminiscent of you know those uh, you know those balls, the plasma balls, where you can kind of touch the outside of them, and the electric shocks kind of zap up to your fingers and follow your fingers around as you move them around the ball. Yeah, yeah, in all in all those shops that are like pseudo future futuristic stuff. Yeah, yeah, he kind yeah. of looks like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> he really does. Yeah, now, so now I can't I'll, unsee it now. I, I'll I'll throw the link. It's it's because the picture is kind of important for this. I'm going to throw a link to uh, an Io9 uh, article into the show notes uh, so that you can you can check this because it I can't really explain it very well, but you can definitely you'll definitely understand what I'm talking about when when you see the picture. He really does look like one of those plasma balls. Uh, Kind of freaking awesome, actually. I, I'm, I'm really kind of uh, keen to see how this how this goes with the uh, in, in the new movie. 
Well, uh, I, I feel like I've, I've I've seen some other pictures um, before this of Jamie Foxx as Electro, like not as, um, I guess not as well done, but but ones well, just I think, like little yeah, I think little I think you're talking about like uh, stuff of him on set and stuff, not actually, yeah. not, not, not actual like public publicity shots, more, uh, uh, shots of, uh, that people have taken from the sidelines and stuff. Yeah. But even those have looked, have, have always looked pretty good. Yeah. He, he looks pretty crazy and I'm yeah. sure that that's like, that's just, that's just the pre, uh, the pre special effects stuff. I'm sure that he, he's going to look crazy when he, once you actually see him, see him on screen. Yeah. So the other news that has come out of uh, that has come out of this as part of this uh, as part of this uh, preview, I guess, um, Entertainment Weekly talked to Andrew Garfield, who plays Peter Parker slash Spider Man, uh, and and he actually came up with uh, an idea for uh, for the casting of the possible casting of Mary. MJ, or who's you know known as Mary Jane, uh, who was previously played in the original in the other movies at by um, Kirsten Dunst. Her name. Yeah, Kirsten Dunst. That's right. Uh, so the quote that the, the quote that uh, that this the same article that I'm 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 looking at, which I'll throw into the show notes. The quote that's from that uh, from Andrew Garfield himself is. What if MJ is a dude? Why can't we have di- why why can't we discover that Peter is exploring his sexuality? It's hardly even groundbreaking. So why can't he be gay? Why can't he be into boys? I've been obsessed with Michael B. Jordan since The Wire. He's so charismatic and talented. It'd be even better we'd have interracial bisexuality. So it's, this is definitely not confirmed or anything. This is kind of uh, his dream casting of of MJ, I guess. Is to is to put Michael B. Jordan into the into the role, uh, and to have have some uh, man love going on. I don't know how else to put it. <laughs> man love. Well, you know, you could go the scrubs 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 route and just call it guy love. Yeah, guy love. True, I could. Uh, I think that would be interesting. To be perfectly honest. I, I'm I'm always up for for some good um, gender flipped casting. I mean, uh, if you look at if you look at uh, Elementary, Ele- Elementary has done it really really well uh, with with uh, with Watson. So uh, because you know, as pretty much everybody that is going to listen to this podcast knows. Uh, the it was you know Holmes and Watson and they're you know two guys who live uh, in in London but in the in elementary it's uh it's actually Joan Watson uh he, she's she's played by Lucy Liu okay. and and it's done been done really really well um and you know there's there's it, it kind of goes even further and to to not spoil people I won't actually go into it but they they do gender flip somebody else uh, and kind of tie that uh tie the whole thing in really really well uh it makes for great watching great uh a great story and i think that you know good good gender flipped casting is actually really really good and i could see i could totally see that happening and we're at we're at a stage where i think like we it could probably be pulled off really 
fairly tastefully in like in a movie uh of of this caliber it would be crazy uh i think it would be pretty controversial but i think it would it could turn out very well what do you think well uh, you can't tell and our listeners can't but the whole time i've just been staring like what i would i would if you were in front of me i would just be staring at you without with no emotion um <coughs> see my problem is not my problem is I don't I hate when they change comic books. Just like you were saying Mel didn't like the movies, the Harry Potter movies because they went too far or you know they went they they didn't line up as as well as she'd like. I feel like it it's with with small things in comic book movies you go okay that's acceptable because they obviously can't tell the whole story. But when they make what to me sounds like it, you know that'd be a pretty big or at least a pretty different change. Like I feel like some with certain things like this, I feel like they'd just be doing it because they would get press, not necessarily because it would help right. them tell a better story. Right. I think, and I think that's important is making sure that uh, if you do actually go down this route, it's not just because you can or because it's trendy to do it, uh, and it is kind of trendy to do it at the moment. Um, we've seen it in Battlestar Galactica. We've seen it in. Uh, we've seen it in elementary, like I said. Uh, we've seen it in a few other things where they've taken characters which, uh, you know, previously were you know, male roles and and turned them into into females. Um, I don't think that's a bad thing. Um, I think that that can be a really really good thing. Um, I think it's it's one of those things where if they're going to change stuff anyway, which they are doing, like you you. A lot of the times, these uh, these movie universes have turned out to be uh, somewhat different to their origins. Uh, you just have to look at Iron Man three, for example. Um, there's a pretty, you know, one of the one of the ideas in there is actually pretty different to what the the comic books uh, were. And I think I think that that was done fairly well. And I think that there there are certain things that you can do very very well. But, uh, like you said, you can't just do it because it will get you press or because it's trendy. You have to do it because it makes the story better uh, and makes the story more interesting. Yeah. But, okay, so let's, let's work on the, the, the premise that, you know, they do, they do make this change. To me, like, that's not why I go to see a Spider-Man movie. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, you, you don't... When you when you went to see Man of Steel, you weren't going. Oh, I wonder how how his relationship with Lois Lane's going to go out because that's the least important part of of the movie. It's it's the stuff that they throw on there because they, they don't you know Hollywood doesn't know how to make a movie that doesn't have a a love angle at least some point during the movie. Right. So like it's one. Of, yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know how to. I don't know how to to word the thoughts in my head at the moment. Hmm. Fair enough. To be discussed yeah. further later, possibly. Yeah, it, we can we can talk about it more if they come up with it. Overall, I think again, it's because it's. It, I think it'd be different if the, it started that way. Yeah. Because then you know, okay, the, the the I guess that premise was kind of already a part of it, and they've they've built it properly around that rather than they've waited halfway. You know, there's sixty years worth of material, and they've got. Oh, we're just going to change that completely completely over here. Yeah, but I mean, they did that already with Spider-Man, didn't they? They 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 made him uh, black in one of the uh, one of the more recent series. Yeah, but that's uh, the ultimate 
Marvel Universe has is completely different is is like separate from the main Marvel Universe. Think of it like alternate dimension type stuff. Yeah, that and that's I mean that's fine, but uh, I mean the the Marvel universes, uh, the various Marvel film universes, because there's you know the Marvel film universe, and then there's the Marvel film universes that are separate to uh you know separate to the ones that are actually being done by Marvel, uh one of which is Spider Man, and the other one being uh, the X Men stuff. Uh, we've already kind of proven that these are, v- are different universes to what is in the main comic book series. So, uh, I, I don't think I don't think that I think that they could possibly do it, and I think they could probably get away with it. I don't know that that I, I don't know. Uh, they'd obviously need to make it part of the like a, a kind of a crucial part of the story and make it actually all tie in together correctly. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they can't do it. And I don't, I, I certainly don't think that they should, that you can use the excuse of we have, it hasn't been done yet, so we can't do it now excuse because that's terrible. It's a terrible idea. Um, if, if all we're going to do is tell the same story over and over again, uh, you know, granted, which, which gets done <laughs> by comic books, um, if all we're going to do is is you know retell that exact same story, then there's there's nothing new in it for anybody to actually uh, to to you know to gain from that. Um, and given that you know given that the the origins of Spider Man is you know a, a you know a young guy you know trying to trying to find his way in life and just so happens to you know accidentally get these kind of superpowers and uh, you know. And still has to deal with you know his his regular kind of you know teenness. I don't know what the word for that is. You know he he has to deal with his regular everyday social kind of structure. You know school, homework, you know friends, bullies, that sort of stuff. He has to deal with all that sort of stuff. Uh, and you know and also be a superhero and do all the superhero stuff. And I think and that's kind of most of what uh spider-man is about and so uh there's plenty of of reasoning in that alone to do something like uh make him wonder about his sexuality especially because you know that's the sort of stuff that uh that society in general is is dealing with right now so i think there's a number of reasons why it could be done and why it's it's possible that it could actually work but that doesn't necessarily mean that it will work or that it will be done. Well, see, also, I was, I was going to say, um, in the Ultimate Marvel Universe, they've they've done that quite a bit with characters. Is that you know they've they've gone okay, you know, he's gay, he's gay, he's gay, that kind of thing, just because yep. they can. But yep. they they it's always um, not B level, but not I guess main characters. So. Like in the the X Men, for instance, they've made I don't know if you know who uh, uh, Colossus is. I know who uh, Colossus is. Yeah. Uh, okay. So in in the Ultimate Marvel Universe, they've made him gay, but they they didn't do anything to you know Cyclops or Wolverine or Jean Grey or Storm or Beast or anything like that right. because they're kind of they're they're I guess the A list cast for that. So I think it's one of those things that if they haven't managed to do it. Even in the Ultimate Universe, they're probably not going to do it with a movie. You know, like you know what I mean. Like I think they would kind of test the waters first with 
you know, they'd go, okay, in this in this issue of Ultimate Spider-Man, you find out Spider-Man's gay. And they'd see how that goes. And, oh, that went over well. All right, well, we'll, you know, that'll be the next movie, that kind of thing. Yeah, but they're, keeping in mind that Marvel actually has no control over the over the Spider-Man, uh, over the Spider-Man movies. That is true. He's Sony does have the rights. It's it's a, it's Sony. Like Sony is completely in control of that. Um, and if you know, and if Sony can get gets behind it, and if the director gets behind it, uh, and the producers, I guess as well, um, that then it's entirely possible that they could do it without actually having to deal with uh, to deal with the you know Marvel's Marvel's side of things at all. Like could just they could just go ahead and do it. They have the rights to be able to make the film. They can, you know, they they've basically got free reign. Well, I'm sure there's probably some oversight by Marvel, just not obviously not as much not as much as if Marvel was making it itself. Yeah, yeah, and that and that's the thing. Uh, you know, they they have the ability to do pretty much what they want. I mean, they they will they will end up having to you know uh, deal with that with Marvel on some level because you know they are Marvel's characters after all. Uh, when it comes to it, these like the, the these movies are being made by uh, aren't being made by Marvel, and Marvel has yeah. no hasn't really got any say. Well, I think what we can both agree on is that whether or not we think it's a good idea, it's probably not going to happen. At least that's that's my, my opinion. It, probably not. Still could, but I, I'm still leaning yeah. towards. I, th- probably I think won't that, I think you're probably right in that regards. Um, it probably won't happen, and just because uh, just because. Andrew Garfield would like it to happen doesn't mean it will happen. Um, right. But that being said, it doesn't mean it won't happen either. It's not there is there is it's not even a rumor. Like it's it's all it is is basically uh, he has he is dreamcasting the role uh, for which has been already being talked about and kind of rumors are kind of floating around for who is going to be playing Mary Jane. Uh, or MJ, or you know, uh, whoever, whatever the car- character ends up uh, being called. Um, well, see, what I think, what I think they could do is they could make Mary Jane a metaphor, so not a real person, but just a, a metaphor for Peter's addiction to marijuana, and then then the name fits. <laughs> yeah, and like it's it's deep, you know, it's about his 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 internal struggle over the addiction, and and even better, it's a movie that you can go and uh, you can get hot. To, I guess exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, good, good. Well, yeah. Look, I, I think I think I, uh, you know, it's it's just one of those things. I thought it might be. It, it's it's definitely an interesting topic to kind of uh, to discuss. We've we've managed to talk about it for for a bit of time. It's always good, always good. That's true. But that being said, we should probably move on because we have other things to talk about. Yes, let's let's talk about something more lighthearted than comic book movies let's talk yeah. about explosions explosions are always good that's true so I, I assume you saw because the entire internet saw uh, I think it was last week when a Russian rocket exploded I did see I did notice uh, like I read about that I, I saw saw some articles about that yes did you watch the video I did not watch the video oh I uh, did it, very really? explosion like was it was it explosion-y Yes, it was. It, it pretty Excellent. much the, the the rocket went up into the air and then kind of came back down and exploded. That's what you want in a in an internet video is is for it to be explosiony. It's true, but that's not what you want when you're part of the Russian space program. Probably not. 
Okay, so the I guess the the, the interesting uh, bit of news that came uh, came from this is that the reason it exploded was because someone put a parton upside down. Always, uh, always a good plan for upside yes, down they, parts. Yes, they, they and they of course have also blamed it on a young technician. Um, <laughs> but right, I I just find it such a. I guess it's such an interesting development that 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 could be the problem. Like you you would think, you know, if you were part of a space program and you were, you know, going to launch a rocket, that you you know there there would be some sort of check to make sure parts weren't in upside down. Like how, you know what I mean? Like things shouldn't run when they're upside down. It's part of their pre-flight check. You know, have we have we filled it up with fuel? Check. You know. Yep. Good. Uh, is the windshield on? Check. Are any parts upside down? No, we'll there is a, there's we'll one here. One. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll uh, we'll come back. We'll come back to that later. Yeah. Oh, I accidentally wrote a check. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Scribble it out. Scribble it out. No, no, that made it worse. Yeah. Indeed. Well, so well, j- just just think about like when you go to like to set up a um. Well, like you know, when when you I know you you got your couch from IKEA, it it doesn't fit when you if you put them in the wrong way. Like they only go one way. Right. It, you right. know, it, when when you're plugging a USB in, it doesn't go both ways. It only goes one way. H- how does how is rocket technology not up to that point? <laughs> and it's it's kind of terrifying, really, because I mean, this is this is literally rocket science, right? It's uh, it's stuff where you know, being focused and being uh. You know, making sure that everything is is exactly correct is is kind of crucial. Um, ima- imagine if, like, imagine if you went to a, a theme park and you got on a roller coaster and the roller coaster had a part that was upside down and it just so happened to be a part that was crucial to the safety of of you know <laughs> riding on that roller coaster. This is the sort of stuff that goes through my head every single time I you know go to a theme park, mind you, which is why I never <laughs> go on any of the roller coasters. However, however. If that was the case, then that roller coaster, no matter how, like, it, it would end up being, you know, s- straight up being, uh, you know, being taken down and, and pulled away because you can't, you can't have something that, like, like that, that just fails. Like, if it fails, it's nobody's going to ever want to ride it again. It's, it's, you know, uh, it's terrifying, really. Terrifying. Yeah, well, terrifying. They've, they've blown this one up, so I don't think they're going to be using it again. Good. No, no, no roller, no Russian rocket roller coasters then. <laughs> well, especially if, if there is one, we'll, we'll probably stay away from them. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, to kind of move on, uh, there are more things being exploded. I guess not really exploded. I can't. I, that's that's probably that's probably a little bit weak, but well, not weak, but you know, excessive. <laughs> Uh, Google is planning on killing off more services. See, what so, you could have said, and I feel like I have to tell you this, what you could have said is, like the rocket exploding has probably killed the the Russian space agency, Google is deciding to kill more services. Right. Come on, okay. Kelly. That seems, that seems uh, excessive as well. So, 
Google is planning on killing off more services, right? So last week uh, we've talked about, and I, and I think we talked about one other time, uh, is that Google, you know, Google killed off Google Reader, which was the the feed reading uh, feed reading program, which uh, has now been replaced by a gazillion startups. Right. Uh, and that that shut down on July first, so that's now twelve days, you know, uh, dead, I guess. Um. Today, I think it was possibly uh, earlier this week. Anyway, uh, Google announced that they're going to be killing off Latitude as well. Uh, I don't know if you know what Latitude is. What it is is a it's kind of part of Maps. Uh, it's a location sharing uh, service where you can share w- like where you are with your friends uh, through Google Maps. Okay, so s- sort of like f- Foursquare-ish in a way. Kind of. It's. It's. I think it's actually a little bit more like uh, Apple's Find My Friends. Um, the idea being that uh, you give a person permission to know where you are, and they can basically open up their their uh, Android, uh, and they can see. You know, they can have a little pin on their map to say, "Okay, this is where this guy. This you know, this is where Bean is. He's currently you know at home." Um, and then you know, if you go out, then it, your 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 phone updates the you know the the its location on the server, and uh, that pin will move to wherever you go to. So you know that pin moves to uh, you know the the sh- supermarket, and you know oh, beans gone shopping for beans for for beans for beans yeah. and and jelly for jelly there and you go. beans. Yeah, good. It's the sort of thing that uh, you know, there's there's plenty of services that do that sort of stuff at the moment. Um, what they're going to be doing is uh, rolling that into Google Plus, uh, or partially rolling that into Google Plus, uh, and then as of uh, August ninth, it'll be gone. I feel like, and I think, I think this is probably kind of going through the rest of the internet's head as well. I feel like it's kind of a prelude to Google shutting everything down except Google Plus. Well, um, as long as they keep Gmail, I think we'll be all right. Well, and here's the well, here's the thing. See, Ars Technica has actually has actually put out an article, and I'll link it to it in the show notes. There's heaps of stuff in the show notes today. They've got a couple of other services that they think might actually get shut down, um, or as I've written in the the, the, the notes here, uh, that might get taken out the back and shot. <laughs> uh, one of them is Groups, Google Groups. Um, Google Groups was kind of like a forum-type system where you could uh, invite people to a group and then you could have uh, you could have discussions there. Uh, the idea is that that could be actually a melding of something like Gmail and, and uh, the Google Plus Circles uh, right. idea where you you know you have you have groups of friends already set up in circles and so ideally you could just uh, email that group and it, that it would work much the same way um and i feel like that that actually might be a possibility already uh it just kind of needs well, to be fleshed out a especially bit more. because groups isn't something that I, I feel like no one really uses groups anymore right like when was when was the last time you went searching for something and you know you you find yourself in a, in a group not very not very like, often i, I I think that that used to happen a lot more in the uh, the days when when uh, Yahoo was big 
because I think Yahoo had similar things. Yeah, I think but Yahoo it, actually had something of their own called groups as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I mean, it's it's a fairly obvious thing to be shut down. Uh, as far as as far as uh, services that Google provides. Um. So. I actually would agree with Ars Technica. I, I think that that's possibly something that, uh, that that will get shut down very f- in in the very ne- near future. Um, something else that they suggest is Voice, uh, Google Voice, which isn't a f- isn't something that we have actually got access to in Australia uh, at all. Um, but uh, this but week I as do. well, you do because you because yeah, my account's from the US. Yeah, <laughs> I well I I got uh, the problem with with Google Voice is that the whole well, not the whole point, but half the point of it is that you need to have a, a, like that you can register a, a bunch of numbers with one number, and then anybody that calls that number will ring everything. So you could register your home phone and your mobile phone if you have a phone phone anymore. Who has a home phone anymore? Uh, but they could you, you would register those with Google uh, Google Voice. Uh, you would get a Google Voice number, and anybody that called the Google Voice number would actually ring both of those phones. Uh, at the same time, um, yeah. it also had stuff like voicemail and stuff built into it. Yes, it, yes. It also has um, the ability to sort sort of like Skype does, where you can call call phones in different countries as well. Right, it's like straight straight from the browser. Right, and I, and I think it it I think it's still like this. You get also have free calls to the U.S. and probably Canada as well. Right. So, so uh, very similar to what Skype is, I guess, uh, Google Voice is being, like, the features are being rolled into Hangouts at the moment. Uh, yeah. It was announced this week that, you know, that a whole bunch of features have actually been, you know, put into Hangouts, which uh, which were part of, are part of Google Voice at this stage. There's no, like, the, the uh, there's no kind of announcement that Google Voice is going away. Uh, Google did state that Hangouts is the future of Google Voice. Which kind of suggests that Hangouts is, you know, is going to stay. But well, see, I, I hope they don't completely get rid of voice because I actually still use that. Um, be- because, like, so I have a, a Google Voice number that my family in the U.S. can call, and right. while it doesn't, it doesn't ring any phones here. It it essentially rings my Gmail account, and they can leave right. a message and say, you know, hey Brandon, it's mom. Just want to let you know that you know, yeah, give me a call back. And then I, you know, I can get an email and it says, oh, you know, you know, oh, mom called, and then I can just, you know, call her back over Skype or, or even through through the through the browser, I can call her back through uh, Google Voice. But see, I like that. Right. I like that I'm able to do that even though I'm not still in the U.S. So I hope that they don't get rid of that functionality as they merge well, into Hangouts. Well, there's an article uh, from The Verge uh, which details uh, the de- which gives the details uh, about uh, Google Voice being put into into Hangouts. Um, you'll be able to do things like uh, like call a phone and stuff like that. So uh, you can have a look at that article if you want to if you want to see more about what's actually going on with Google Voice and Hangouts and otherwise. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, I think it's probably going to be going away at some point in the future. It's probably not going to be something like uh, you know August. It'll probably, if anything, it'll probably uh, be kind of closer to the end of the year. But I'd say that within the next year or so, Voice will be gone. I think it's pretty much guaranteed. Well, again. 
they just need to keep some of the features. That's all I care about. I don't care about the name or if I have to go into yeah. Google Plus well, to it, do it, it may, as long as I can still do it's it. It's very possible that it's very possible that they'll roll it into Hangouts, which is part of Google Plus, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and you know, the, the the whole idea is that that would take over for for Google Voice because they are fa- fairly similar as far as services go. Uh, it kind of makes sense that one would you know kind of eat the other and sub- subsume the other. Mm, delicious. The other item that Ars Technica kind of suggests might be might be under fire, and this one I'm not so sure of, uh, is search. Yeah, I don't just, think... Just pausing for effect there. I don't think they'll do that. I, I think the, the reason is, with all these other features that they're kind of, you know, merging with, with uh, Google+, they're all kind of features that web savvy people use you know like you know our our mothers aren't going to be weren't using google reader but they're still going to use google they're they're not you know they're my mom you know if i said hey mom just go google plus to search something she's not going to know how to do that she's not going to know what that means do you know what i mean yeah of course so so I, i think they'd be and 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 people uh like the like my mother and other stereotypical uh parents are really, I think, the majority of people who use, who are probably the majority of people who use the internet, are are you know people who who just need needed to be simple and needed to be easy. Right. And I think doing away with, I guess, what we know now as Google Search, probably isn't the way to keep them. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the I think part of the idea here is that uh, is that you know Google is essentially at this stage in. Uh, in direct competition with Facebook. Um, and, I mean, they've pretty much said so, and it's, I mean, it's pretty obvious from, from you know, what they're trying to do with Google Plus is that, uh, is, you know, is create their own, you know, Facebook-type system, and it is similar in many, many ways. Uh, I I would, I feel like what, what Google is trying to do here, uh, and I think the idea that, that, um, a lot of people are getting is that Google is killing off anything that that doesn't fit into Google Plus into the Google Plus kind of uh, picture, and that this this whole idea of Google Plus might actually be the future of of Google as a whole. And uh, Facebook recently, you know, with with their the graph search, which is being you know rolled out to the public now uh, in America at least, I think, uh, and. Uh, you know they, they've got the whole search thing. You've, you can you know you can search the web from Facebook. You, you like you, like you can still get you can get web search results. Uh, and it's very right. possible that what Google do, might do is actually roll search into into Google Plus like that. So that the whole idea is that uh, your search is is has a real uh, social spin to it. Um, I don't like that at all because. I don't want to use Google Plus. <laughs> I want to use Google Plus even less than I want to use Facebook. Yeah. Um. So, and I, I it's it's possible that the the part of my head that really doesn't want to use Google Plus, uh, is is kind of saying no. This this is not going to happen. They wouldn't do that. Search is like <laughs> their core business, right? No, it's not. It's not their their core business. It's what they're known for. Uh, but their core business is ads. So, 
so any way that they can, you know, that they can make that core business uh, m- more prevalent, I guess, and you know, make that make more money for them, uh, they're going to do it. And if if somehow rolling search into Google Plus and bringing people into Google Plus and trying to bring everybody into their ecosystem, which is pretty much what everybody's trying to do these days, you know, everybody, you know, Facebook, Google. Uh, they all have their little ecosystems where they want to, you know, they want to have all their people in there and you just, you know, Google Plus is all you need. Promise. Um, <laughs> I think it's very possible that that's the sort of thing that Google is going for. Um, I don't want it to happen. Oh, I don't, I really don't want search to go away because I use Google search on a regular basis. Uh, I don't use Google Plus unless I have to which is pretty much, uh, when it comes down to it, I use Google Plus to post uh, like the stuff for, for Jelly and Bean and for Mobile Couch. Uh, I use it for nothing else. Literally nothing else. So I don't want Search to go away, and I certainly don't want it to get rolled into, into Google Plus, but I think in this world where everybody is trying to, you know, kind of lock people into their services and so that you, all you need is that one company's services whether it be Facebook or Google or, or whatever. I think it's very possible that this is kind of the future of Google. So while it seems unlikely to me, I wouldn't bet on Google search being around forever, I guess. Right. I mean, especially, you know, with, with Bing, you know, who knows? We'll all switch over to that, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what if I have to switch to Bing? Oh, yeah. I'll be like what it'll be like one of those uh the, the, those TV shows where they try to they try to use the word Bing as uh to mean search because <laughs> they've been paid to do so by by Microsoft and they say something like oh let me just Bing that and you're like what what are you trying to do <laughs> stop it don't be silly well that was Nobody like I, I don't Bing. know if you remembered in, in in the latest Spider-Man movie there's a point where he goes on Bing to search for things yeah and Gosh knows how he how he managed to find anything. Yeah. <sighs> well, um, we have more, but we've run out of time. So if you would like to read any of the show notes that we've added, uh, you can do that. We'll throw them into on the website. Uh, the website is jellyandbean.co forward slash 33. Very easy. Uh, if you would like to get in touch with us, you can do that. We love getting emails. We dance when we get emails. Depending on the email. Like, if I get an email that's, uh, you know, annoying client request or something like that, I don't usually dance. But I do dance when I get emails from readers. From readers. From listeners. So, you should write to us. And uh, you can do that by jumping onto our website, jellymb.co forward slash contact. Uh, it's just like the show notes email, except instead of the number you write contact. Again, easy, easy. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Now, if you would also like to get in touch with us individually on Twitter, uh, Twitter can be, you know, nice and easy for people. Just more streamlined, I guess. We're both on Twitter. Brandon is at Brandroid Attack. B-R-A-N-D-R-O-I-D-A-T-T-A-C-K. That's a really long thing to spell. Well, you know, I wanted Brandroid, but someone already had that. I have one that I don't even need to spell it because it's just, it's three very easy words. Jelly, bean, soup. That's it. We'll see you next week. Bye.